Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 99.9 KISW Metal Shop. Uh, hanging out here in the studio, we have a band from uh, Southern California by the name of Hell in the Cell. I believe it is their first time through the Northwest. Is that correct? Uh, this is our second time. Second through. time. I'm already f***ing up. Already in the get-go. Either way, Hell in the Cell, second time through the Northwest, playing the Black Lodge. Well, first off, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us what you do with Hell in the Cell. Uh, I'm Eddie. And I do vocals in Hell in the Cell. I'm Tim. I play guitar. I'm George. I play drums. I'm Benji. I play the guitar also. Right on. Well, uh, I know a few of you guys from your other bands. Uh, Tim, I interviewed you a long time ago for a band called Pressure. Obviously, uh, some of you guys are in ACXDC, Rotting Out, or X Rotting Out, several other bands. Uh, how did Hell in the Cell come together and uh, and, and start this thing, this um, project? Homie yeah, Jeff yeah. hit me up and told me he wanted to start a band. He said he just wanted to start like a hardcore band, and then he had me write the songs, and it didn't really come out too hardcore or too punk. It was just hardcore punk, and then we recorded a demo, and then we didn't do anything for an entire year. And then I met Tim Butcher and asked him to play guitar, and then he said yeah, and he moved to Korea for three months. <laughs> Convenient, so, yeah. So... So we didn't do anything for a year and three months. And then he moved back uh, to America from Korea. And we became a band. And we played our first show in February of uh, the Lord's Year 2015. Perfect. And uh, so you guys have a demo out. And it, what else is uh, what else is going to be coming out? You guys got a 7-inch or an LP coming out? No, we put the demo out uh, right before we played our show just online. And I made like 100 tapes. And we sold those uh, in around L.A. And then we did our first West Coast run this summer with uh, our friends the Torpedoes. And we recorded four more songs, and we just had, like, a West Coast tour tape. We made 100 of those, and I sold the last one that was left over last night in Portland. Nice, man. Well, uh, what's uh, what's this tour been like for you guys? I heard uh, Mike from Nomads was talking about how last night in Portland, the show was pretty much sold out. Yeah, <laughs> that's all a, I got to yeah, say. There's no, yeah, it was, it was just sold out. Uh, all the it, all the bands were, were really good. Everybody had a really good uh, amount of people there, and everybody was just having a good time. Awesome. Sound was good. Food was good. Cool. Yeah. Right on. Well, uh, tell me a little bit about the Southern California hardcore scene right now. I know a lot of uh, bands have come out from that area, kind of uh, famous for, uh, you know, bands like Terror, uh, just for once, uh, and a ton of other, like, rotting out. Uh, what, what's the scene like these days, and what are some bands to look out for other than you guys? It's dead. It's dead? No. <laughs> a whole all new right, generation. All right. A lot of new punk bands coming out, a lot okay. of good new hardcore bands coming out. So it's like another generation is born. A lot of new kids in the scene. It's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's good to see fresh new faces playing music. Sweet. Good music, too. Well, uh, my question for you guys, I'm a fan of professional wrestling. I don't know if you guys are. Is there any connection between your name, Hell in the Cell, and the infamous Hell in a Cell? Uh, No. 
No? Okay. <laughs> just a just a coincidence. For all legal purposes, no. No. Okay. We like fights. But yeah, I do love wrestling. We got the same. Nice. Yeah. My favorite wrestlers are Captain Insano and the Revolting Blob. Yes. Mine is uh, the Great Hambino. <laughs> Cactus Jack. <laughs> yeah. And Terry Funk. Nice. Mankind uh, is cool, too. Hell yeah. All the faces of Foley. Uh, it was the same guy? Mankind. Dude Love. Dude love. <laughs> Cactus <laughs> Jack. <sighs> this interview. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, we're going to get into one of your songs right now, and uh, it's coming off your demo. Can you uh, introduce it real quick, and uh, we'll just jump right into it. Uh, yeah, this song's, it's the first song off the demo. It's called You're Not Safe. Um, it's about people who want to be uh, safe in an environment that should be unsafe, I think. It's more fun. It's about having fun and being dirty and not giving a shit. I don't really... Is this live? Can I cut? No, nah, you can swear. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking done! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just about having fun. And uh, oh, no, I, don't, I think everyone takes everything too serious. And it's just, yo, you're playing like in a hardcore band like... Uh, it's not that it's not that serious. Have some fun. Have some fun. Yeah. Right on. All right, Hell in the Cell here on 99.9 KISW Metal Shop. Represent and they're on tour right now, so support them when they're in the, your town. KISW Metal Shop here in Seattle. We have a band coming through Southern California, and I decided to have them up in the studio. They are known as Nomads. What's going on, guys? What up? What's up? Hi. Yo. So, uh, Nomads, you guys have been through the Northwest a few times, but uh, you guys are going to be headlining at the Black Lodge, kind of a DIY venue down the street from the radio station. Uh, why don't you first tell us what your name is and what you do for Nomads? I'm Mike, and I, I sing. I'm Tim, and I play bass. I'm George, and I play drums. Guzzi, and I play guitar. Some people may know Mike. He used to be in some bands from around this area, Spitting Teeth, Fur Furious Styles. Uh, since we saw you last in the Northwest, you have uh, started quite a life for yourself down in L.A. playing in this fucking awesome band. Tell me a little bit about uh, how Nomad started and uh, the inception of that and, and what's been going on with it. A few years ago, we started, me and, uh, me and Guzzi, were, we were roommates. I was just, you know, writing punk songs, f***ing around and writing some, some different shit. Like, not, not the same as the old bands I, I did. Uh, so I just wanted to do something new. So me and him started this thing, and we've had, like, like a million members. <laughs> we just, you know, we do stuff. We don't do much. We do a little bit here and there. Don't tour much, but when we do, we try to come up this way. 
because this is like second home for me. So yeah, here we are. So uh, you obviously you you were saying that your bands previously sounded a lot different than this current project. What are some influences like sonically? Some influences. Uh, Beowulf, Anti C Mix, Motorhead, Carnivore. Uh, just like fat, like fast, fast. Like stuff I listened to when I was a kid, Discharge. and still listen to now. Discharge, I mean, Discharge, obviously, yeah. You know, just uh, just Beowulf, Motorhead, mostly, yeah, just that. Um, I wanted to ask you guys, just going a little bit deeper, as uh, what you see in the music scene today, in music, in aggressive music worldwide or within your scene. What are some current trends in aggressive music you wish you would go away, and what are some things that you you kind of miss, if there is anything? Uh, I guess it's not new, but it's more of a fashion thing. I just don't like fashion trends and punk music. That's just me. I also hate that it's cool to like certain bands now. Like, I just feel like some people don't even get a band a chance just because they're not, like, the cool thing that's in. And for me growing up, like, just playing, you know, punk shows and stuff like that, it didn't really matter how cool your band was. If you sounded cool, then you would mosh and you would pit and you would buy the shirt and you would go to the shows and none of that cool guy even mattered. Yeah, like I feel like, with, like you know, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of um, people people liking the right thing because the right the right kid blogged about it or the fucking, you know it was co-signed by the right fucking nerd and uh, you know people don't even you know people aren't listening to bands with their ears anymore they're like using their eyes and looking at some fucking blog or like some some nonsense uh, whatever you know what I mean I guess it's just the kind of thing where I think people should like you know stop figuring out what band you want by like using your eyes and your fucking internet and just yeah. just open your ears and listen to it if it sounds good then that's what it is if you like the way it sounds it makes you you know it makes you nod your head makes you tap your foot like then that's then that's something you like that that should be let the music be, speak for itself that's how right? you should t- determine if something is, is good exactly I would, you know <laughs> that's one of the main reasons why I think we started this band we play a lot of shows that we don't really fit in and we still do it because it's just what we like to do and you know, sometimes no one gives a shit and it doesn't really matter to us and we still f-ing do it. Yeah, it's fun, dude, because it's fun. Right you on. Know? Playing fast and, and hanging out and doing whatever, doing whatever we feel like. So tell me a little bit about this new record that's about to drop. How soon is it about to drop? Uh, what are some details on it and what label is it going to be on? Or is it going to be released by yourselves? Uh, um, It's at the pressing plant now. So I'm hoping, we're hoping March or April. Cool. It really just, you know... It's uh everyone's doing records, you know. Record store day really uh, made uh, things take a little longer. Um, record store day's tight, but it still you know has slowed <laughs> down. It slowed some stuff down for sure. So you know it, it, we're we're you know we're gonna play the waiting game, and so it should be out hopefully the, the latest. It would probably be out as April. Um, a label from Los Angeles called Melatov is putting it out. Um, awesome. So it's one one lady from down there named Mel and she does it she cares about bands she really uh, she really does a lot for. Uh, they put out the banner record right yeah they cool. put out they put out the banner um, ACXDC they're doing a phobia discography righteous um, they do uh, she does she does tons of stuff and it's all just you know she's, she's one person that just she goes to shows she hangs out she supports music she supports, supports the scene as a whole and she does her label and it's real it's, it's cool you know it's really it's genuine and it's real it's not you know she's not trying to there's no there, there's no ulterior motive to any of it. She yeah. just, she puts out bands that she likes. That's awesome. And it's really nice to like uh, to work with somebody like that because you know that they 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 really care about what what you're doing. Absolutely. And and you know there's no that, that that's it. It's awesome. You know she does a lot of cool stuff. So that's who's that's who's putting it out. 
what else were you wondering? No, that's that's, <laughs> that's, that's about, about it? it. So right on. Um, what what can we kind of expect from it? Is there any? Um, would you say changes in it or sticking to the Nomads formula? I feel like I feel like the songs are a little better, you know. I mean, obviously, you, you <laughs> try, enough, you try to get enough. better over you try to get better over time. I guess you know. There's a there's it, we, you just slow it down a little bit, a little bit, a little bit more of that like Motorhead Beowulf influence on some of the some of the songs. Uh, we did some weird covers on there too with the you, you, you know let you see those cool when it, when they happen. Well, Nomads, uh, I will tell tell you that at a Nomad show, it sounded fury. I did almost break my arm during a Sepultura cover doing a stage dive nobody caught me and my fucking elbow blew up to the size of a fucking baseball times 10 and I was walking around with a huge swell bow the entire uh, night so I, I remember times. I remember that I believe that was the first I think that was the first show we ever played yeah it was like an 8 minute set yeah you jumped right by me I, I, I'd only <laughs> you didn't catch me <laughs> I don't was, remember out of where you went but I just remember seeing you fly by I clipped by my me. feet on someone it was I watched a video of it later and laughed a lot because I couldn't really remember. I didn't. I was. I was. I. I it was really, supposed to happen. I didn't sleep well the night before. What happened to Sound and Fury, by the way? So Sound and Fury is not a thing anymore. There's n- now a Southern California hardcore festival called For the Kids. Is that true or? Well, for for the children. For the children. That's a, that's something that a friend of ours, uh, Nate from a band called Zabalva, he does that every year. It's a toy drive. Um, it started small. Started with just a few bands, like I think four or five. We've played all of them actually since cool. it started, and uh, now it's grown into a two-day festival. Yeah, it looks pretty huge. Everybody, last riding out show ever. Yeah, last Alpha and Omega show as well. Um, everybody, you know, everybody just donates their time. Um, everybody, everybody participates. Everybody brings toys. Um, it's just, a, it's just you know, giving back. You know, it's it's a good, it's a very good, it's a good thing that Nate does, and he does it every year. This year is going to be just you know, it's, each year it gets bigger. Um, Making a lot of kids Christmas, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, and it's just like the most. It's a th- it's kind of like it's turning into like the thing everybody looks forward to every year. You know, it's just a, a big fun weekend for friends to hang out and do something good for you know the community and whatnot. So, yeah, that's that's what that is. Sound of Fury, though. I, I heard uh, they have it in the it's works co- again. Sound of Fury, Sound really? of Fury, it beca- it's coming back. Cool. You know, I mean, I, I that's 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 all. I mean, I know I know a detail or two, but it, it's coming back. Sweet. Well. Keep your ear to the street for that one. Um, and before we get out of here, I wanted to ask one question we like to ask a lot of bands. If you could pick a scar on your body and tell us a story of how you got it. Let's go across the room. Guzzi, you go first. Uh, I got a scar on my head from the 1994 North Earthquake. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I was in the middle of the night. I, I snuck into my mom and dad's bed and they didn't know. And they booked it because there was a big ass earthquake going on in a... Glass mirror broke and fell on my head. Damn. And uh, they didn't know I was bleeding until the morning because the power was out and stuff. Jeez. Brutal. Yeah. Guess what I got on my nose is, uh, I guess the scar I have on my nose. Yeah. It's I got it during my first fight uh, ever. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, it's just like, it ended up breaking my nose. Okay. But... but it's still there. What was the kid's name? I, I don't remember. It was some some pervert dude who was like pulling out his junk in front of like girls <laughs> oh, like shit. in PE, <laughs> and I just told him I, I was gonna whoop That's his ass cool. next time I yeah. see him, and I did that. <laughs> nice. Well, at least you laid it down, man. Yeah. Tim, uh, I got a scar on my right eyelid. I got kicked with a boot. I'll just leave it at that. Mike, um, I have a scar in the back of my head. You can't really see it anymore, but it's because it, I got a bunch of shit tattooed on my head. But it's shaped like a T. My friends were stealing beer when we were kids, 
and we were and they came out the store and they were like run so we ran and we jumped in this convertible and the car peeled out i had an arm and a leg hanging out and the dude from the grocery store caught caught up to the car somehow when we returned the corner grabbed my arm and pulled me i got thrown out of the car and landed on my head and Jesus. busted my whole head open and then since I didn't steal nothing, I got arrested for curfew after because they held me till after 10 o'clock at night. Damn. So that sucked. That's gnarly. All right. Well, that's uh, the collective story of Nomads, and uh, they're going to be on tour. Check out their record coming out early 2016. Right now, we're going to play a couple songs from the new record. This is The Killer and Gang Mentality. Anything you want to say uh, to go into the songs, guys? Enjoy. That's about it. All right. It's Nomads on 99.9 KISW Metal Shop. Nobody likes you. Everybody hates you. You're going to lose. Smile, you f***. Walk on this nation. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.